This is Monocle On Design Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly long-form program where we unpack everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Nick Manise. This week, we're coming to you directly from Monocle's pop-up studio at the Rossignoli Bike Shop in the Brera Design District, Milan. At this studio, we've been playing host to a number of important designers and curators in recent days, as we at Monocle report from the ground at Salone del Mobile, the world's biggest furniture fair. Here, design-minded individuals share their latest works, and in that number this year is Swiss-born, US-based Yves Bahar of Fuse Projects. He's in Milan presenting a talk at the Rofiera Milano Fairgrounds called Designing for Our Future Selves, Designing for Our Tomorrow. To find out more about his work, which fuses technology with savvy design, Bahar joined me at Rossignoli. The work we have done in the last few years, some of it was to address COVID, some of it was address loneliness and the aging with LEQ, it's a startup based in Israel and we created a, a companion for the aging. Some of it addresses uh, young parents and babies with the happiest baby, Snoo, which has been an incredible story. You know, we recently did a project for children that are on the spectrum, autistic children, and it turns out it actually works for all kids. It's a cute robot that becomes a learning companion for children. And it's, it's you know, for me, this is like the best of what technology can deliver. Not so much the sort of generalized devices that distract us and sort of keep us in a constant feedback loop and in a bubble as, as the ones we carry in, in our pockets. But, you know, technologies that can really help, you know, people during these lifetimes where they really need support. I mean, I, I like the fact that you talked there about designing something for children on the spectrum, but then it appealing to all children. Is, is there something to be said about, you know, designing for a small number of people that have a very specific need can actually serve everyone? Is, is there some of that built into this as well? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I think, you know, in some cases we, we design things for very specific conditions or very specific stages of life. But then, as you said, sometimes they apply broadly. In the case of the education robot for kids with learning challenges, it turns out all kids can have a friend they relate to, they develop empathy, they develop self-reflection with. Um, so, but it's good to start with a specific case, specific user in mind, because it, it allows you to bring out certain aspects of our experiences, of our human experience that really go unaddressed unless you focus on that. I mean, I want to ask as well about the relationship between technology and design. I mean, how does that inform your process in terms of making these sorts of things accessible that would otherwise be? So, I mean, for me, technology is really everything. Technology is obviously what you expect, which is you know, the sensors and the, and the tech that goes into so many of the things that we use every day. But technology can also be a new material, a new type of assembly, a new way to manufacture something, often a more sustainable way to do things. And so whether it's a chair that we work on, like the sail chair, it's technologically, you know, very advanced. Can you explain that to our listeners, what, what the sail chair <laughs> sure, is? Sure, the sail chair is the our Herman Miller office chair, task chair, which has been around. We actually launched it in Milan probably about 12 years ago. But I'm, I'm mentioning it because I see innovation and I see technology and everything. And 
you know, you can innovate just by using and sculpting existing materials, but I think it's also a responsibility today to innovate in ways that make the products and the things that we made last longer, be less heavy, less disruptive of our environment, etc. I mean, I, I want to sort of just finally, as, as, as we sort of move through this conversation, when we're, we're talking about technology, for me, that also feels like, you know, that's, that's the future. I, I hear tech and I think sci-fi, I think Silicon Valley, I think maybe all these things that aren't necessarily accurate. What role is, does technology play in pushing the design community more broadly forward? Well, for me, there are these emerging technologies that are truly sort of game changing. A lot of them are first to the world. So, you know, how we design them is not only interesting and something we should do, but it's also a huge responsibility because if you have a new technology that emerges and let's say you apply it in the wrong way or just your design or, or, or the experience that you create around it isn't working, then that technology is likely, you so, sort of slowing it down its potential. You preventing it from becoming mainstream and affecting and, and really having its true effect. I'll use, you know, the electric car, for example. There were many electric cars that were ill-conceived and ill-designed in the last 30 years or so. And it truly slowed down our desire as consumer to have this in our lives. And so finding the right design for a new technology has consequences on how eventually it gets adopted and, and how it reaches its, its potential. My thanks to Eve Bahar there, and that's all for this week. If you're eager for more design stories, listen to our full-length program airing on Tuesdays at 8pm London time. My thanks to Desiree Banley and Jack Dewars for their production efforts in Milan. I'm Nick Manise. Thanks for listening. <laughs>